This is Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches verse by verse through the book of Acts. Sometimes as we look around, I think as Christians, we can easily find ourselves taking the attitude that maybe God should just judge the place. When we look at our friends, our coworkers, you know, people around us, whatever, we think, man, it's hopeless. They're not listening. They're not going to listen. They're not open to the gospel. They don't want to hear about it. If I shared with them, they'd, they'd just laugh or they'd ridicule me, they'd make fun, they'd mock me. We write people off. Where would we be if God thought we weren't worth the effort to pursue? What we think we see going on with the people around us is not really what's taking place. As Pastor Robert shares today, sometimes we write off others because we think they're too far gone from the gospel. Ask God to give you His heart for the lost. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert with today's message. Acts chapter 18, Paul is in the midst of his second short-term missions endeavor. He has left Antioch, where he and Barnabas served together, launched out now for the second time, traveling, talking with people about the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And as we've seen in previous studies, that was really all he did. He just went around, went from place to place. There was a synagogue, you know, he went in there and, and he would share that the Messiah had come that he had suffered and died and been raised again on the third day. And that was always at the heart of his message. That's what he taught, the resurrection of Jesus Christ. At Athens, things were a little bit different, though. When he got to Athens, he realized most of these people don't have a clue. If I start talking to them from the Hebrew Scriptures, they've never studied the Hebrew Scriptures. They're not going to know. He ended up in the place where the philosophers, the Greek philosophers, gathered together to debate. And and we saw last week there that um, most of the people in Athens, you know, they just wanted something new and exciting to talk about. You know, they they were always looking for some new thought, new idea, whatever. And, And so they would gather together on Mars Hill and debate, argue. And they asked him to come and and talk to them about this stuff he'd been talking about, the resurrection. And, and so he did that. He went and he, and he shared with them about the unknown God. They had an altar there to this God they didn't know. And we talked a little bit about that, you know, that there are a lot of people who believe in God but don't know Him. And, and so that's what Paul talked about. But pretty soon, he, you know, it was, 
things weren't really happening at Athens, and, and as was always the case, pretty quickly uh, after he began, he was getting in trouble. So he, he left Athens, traveled 50 miles over to Corinth, and that's where we find him. After these things, Paul departed from Athens, went to Corinth, and he found a certain Jew named Aquila, born in Pontus, who had recently come from Italy with his wife Priscilla, because Claudius had commanded all the Jews to depart from Rome. And he came to them, so because he was of the same trade, he stayed with them and worked. For by occupation they were tent makers. And he reasoned in the synagogue every Sabbath and persuaded both Jews and Greeks. When Silas and Timothy had come from Macedonia, Paul was compelled by the Spirit and testified to the Jews that Jesus is the Christ. Excuse me, the Messiah, in other words. But when they opposed him and blasphemed, he shook his garments and said to them, Your blood be upon your own heads. I am clean. From now on, I will go to the Gentiles. He departed from there and entered the house of a certain man named Justice, one who worshipped God, whose house was next door to the synagogue. Then Crispus, the ruler of the synagogue, believed on the Lord with all his household, and many of the Corinthians, hearing, believed and were baptized. Now the Lord spoke to Paul in the night by a vision. Do not be afraid, but speak, and do not keep silent, for I am with you. And no one will attack you to hurt you, for I have many people in this city. And he continued there a year and six months, teaching the word of God among them. When Gallio was proconsul of Achaia, the Jews with one accord rose up against Paul and brought him to the judgment seat, saying, This fellow persuades men to worship God contrary to the law. And when Paul was about to open his mouth, Gallio said to the Jews, If it were a matter of wrongdoing or wicked crimes, O Jews, there would, there would be reason why I should bear with you. But if it's a question of words and names in your own law, look to it yourselves. For I do not want to be a judge of such matters. And he drove them from the judgment seat. Then all the Greeks took Sosthenes, the ruler of the synagogue, and beat him before the judgment seat. But Gallio took no notice of these things. Now give me your attention. Let's back up and, and consider this initial, this ministry at Corinth. I find this particular passage to be especially relevant to us in Miami Beach. You know, quite often people have come to me over the years and, and commented that South Beach is like Sodom and Gomorrah. I don't know how many times I've heard that. Other pastors, you know, tourists passing through, people who live here, had people stop coming to church here. I had one guy tell me, I just can't come to South Beach. It's just too hard. You know, love the church, you know, but just can't come to South Beach. It's like Sodom and Gomorrah. And, and what I've come to say to people is, no, South Beach is really not like Sodom and Gomorrah. South Beach is it's more like Corinth. It's a lot more like ancient Corinth. Sodom and Gomorrah were beyond redemption. We know that because God just wiped them out. I mean, he got to a point where he just rained down fire from heaven and, you know, completely burned the place to the ground. Killed everybody there. Called a few people out, you know, Lot, gave him an opportunity to leave, but, but that was it. I actually had a pastor ask me one time, Robert, when do you think maybe is it possible that the Lord would just say to you, hey, get out of town. I'm going to burn the place. I don't think so. I don't think South Beach is that far gone. And yet, as we've talked about before, sometimes as we look around, 
I think as Christians, we can easily find ourselves taking the attitude that maybe God should just judge the place. When we look at our friends, our coworkers, you know, people around us, whatever, we think, man, it's hopeless. They're not listening. They're not going to listen. They're not open to the gospel. They don't want to hear about it. If I shared with them, they'd, they'd just laugh or they'd ridicule me. They'd make fun. They'd mock me. We write people off. Now, I've told you before, I was nearly written off. I think if it hadn't been a close family member, she probably would have written me off. She told me, she said, there were times when I just stopped talking and, and, and told you, I, I got to go to bed. Because you were high, and I thought you were laughing at me. I thought you were just sitting there mocking me. No, I, I wasn't, but that's what it looked like on the outside. It appeared that I wasn't listening to a word that she was saying to me as she was sharing her testimony. You know, it appeared to her that I was having some fun at her expense. Now, that wasn't what was going on inside, but that's what it looked like to her. Quite often, what we see, what we think we see going on with the people around us is not really what's taking place. You know, I think about the woman at the well. You remember the story? Was it John chapter 4? Jesus goes out of his way to go through Samaria. And there's this one woman. He goes, he's sitting there by the well, and this woman comes out to draw water. And he says to her, could you get me a drink? And she's like, what are you doing asking me for a drink? You're a Jewish man. We, we, don't, we don't have anything to do with each other. And they enter into a dialogue. Jesus doesn't slam her. He enters into a conversation with her. Starts talking to her about her thirst. Go get your husband, he, he says to her at one point. And she's like, I don't have a husband. And he said, that's true. You've been with five different men. The one you're with now is not your husband. Addressing her thirst and offering to her water that will satisfy her permanently. Recognizing in this woman that others had written off. Been with five different men. It's been rejected four different times, at least. Many had just written her off. Many had disregarded her. Many would not have bothered talking to her. But Jesus knew she was his. And so he opens up to her. What you're trying to satisfy with these relationships, only I can satisfy. Thanks for tuning in today for another edition of Main Thing Radio. We hope Pastor Robert's teaching has encouraged you personally and brought you a deeper understanding of your Savior. We're always aiming to bring you the truth and promises found in the pages of the Bible, and we pray God reveals exactly what He wants you to hear every time you tune in. Right now, we'd like to take a moment and share how you can be involved in the future of Main Thing Radio. God is using ministries like this one to reach multitudes of people across the nation and the world. We feel so blessed to be a part of this virtual mission field, and we're excited to see where God will take us in the future. We'd like to ask you to join us in seeking God's will for our ministry and for the people who will be touched by Main Thing Radio. We'd also like to ask that you prayerfully consider supporting Main Thing Radio financially. For donations of $20 or more, we have a special thank you gift to send you. This month's gift is Charisma versus Charismania by author and pastor Chuck Smith. 
This book takes a biblical approach to the Holy Spirit and His influence in the lives of Christians. For more information or to contribute, please visit MainThingRadio.com and click on Donate at the top of the page. That's all for today, but join us again for another teaching in the Word of God right here on Main Thing Radio.